Hello friends, you might have noticed us talking a lot about AI and productivity lately. Now it's time to walk the talk. We have partnered with Samsung to show you what their latest and most capable phone, Galaxy S24 Ultra, can do in your busy everyday life. For example, we ourselves are using Samsung's transcript assist capabilities to transcribe and summarize the conversations with our guests. And you can do it too in your meetings. It captures the voice perfectly and you will not need to spend any time trying to distill the essence from the presentation that your boss is giving on synergy, being a family and thinking outside the box, you know, those things. Samsung also offers another cool feature that I've not seen anywhere else, live translate. This means you can call any phone, even a landline from your Galaxy device and it will do live translation to 13 languages, French, Spanish, Italian. We all know many people in those countries don't speak English and now you can book a table in that restaurant in Rome and have full confidence that they actually took down your reservation. And last but not least, you can literally circle to search anything by just circling an object on the screen at any time. Previously, what you had to do, take a screenshot, then you upload it to a search engine, but not anymore. So that jacket someone's wearing on Instagram, just draw a circle around it and your Galaxy AI will find it. So stop wasting your time and brain power on these small everyday things. Head to our LinkedIn page to see how we are using Samsung Galaxy AI ourselves and become a scrappiness machine. Check out samsung.lv as well to find out more. Links in episode notes. Hello, hello, dear listeners. Welcome to another episode of the Pursuit of Scrappiness podcast. Your co-host, Old Star Outcounts, and Yannis Zeps. Hey, Yannis. Hey, everyone. And today we have with us... Uh, Founder, entrepreneur, investor, and currently the founder of uh, BadIdeas.fund, which was actually publicly launched basically during or right before TechChill, uh, Raymond Schoolbergs. Hey, Raymond. Hi, everyone. I think we can just start straight with uh, what is this new hot uh, announcement that you have uh, that you have brewed up and announced? This is uh, early stage funding for CEE um, startups led by founders and operators. So the whole thesis is um, be the kind of um, investors that we wanted uh, when we were building our companies. Okay. And then who is we? So um, these are, all of them are founders and operators themselves. They come from all over the region um, and they they have they have accomplished their own things in uh, building awesome companies. Some of the folks, uh, some of the companies that they have been building are um, such as Bolt, Vimeo, Printify, Pandadoc, Pipedrive, Apollo, IO, Bird, um, and the list goes on. Also, um, lately, um, Calendly. So a good bunch, not just from Latvia, not just from the Baltics, not just from from our region, but also US. So have a good good group. Yeah, this sounds like a good idea. Why the name is bad ideas? Uh, good question. Yeah. So the the whole notion is that is Paul Graham's quote uh, that any unicorn was initially thought of as a bad idea, um, and we as founders have often heard other folks say, oh, this is this is such a bad idea. You shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> um, and you hear that a lot. It, it's um, not pleasant. We've all been there. Um, so we, wanna, we want to say that like, we would love to actually consider what others seem to uh, seem, seem or say that are bad ideas. 
But because ideas are actually not the most important thing, it's the team behind it, um, then uh, um, that's the whole thesis. What what does it mean to be part of this uh, part of this group? What what kind of uh, uh, I don't know rights and obligations does it uh, does it give to to you if you're you're part of the Bad Ideas uh, Fund? It's um, invest in currently opt-in deal by deal basis. So every month we would have a um, deal of fifty k or hundred k investment, um, and these members would have a uh, say themselves, do they want to join? Do they don't not want to join? Some join one deal, some skip a deal. So not really much of a commitment, but uh, have a chance to um, be part of the community, uh, discuss deals, um, help those founders put their money uh, where um, they see that they want to support uh, um, uh, the awesome teams right along. Are you... F- seen a lot of startups coming to you pitching and, and and just being in the in the field what are the things you look for in in let's say in founders not so much in the companies like what are the things you look for a team before you invest a really good question still i think in the process but like generally it's not not just the team that you look at it's the many look at traction many look at the market is it big enough can it become a unicorn um so it's like all of these different kind of factors, but at the end of the day, I would put a 60% weight on uh, what kind of team it is behind. And we can talk about what, mm-hmm. what kind of criteria they need to have. Second is market. Can this become a big enough and scale big enough? And only third comes uh, product. Um, fourth comes uh, traction. So um, these are still factors, but like mm-hmm. these are... Uh, not not really the the number one thing to look at, but in terms of team, yeah, if you want to d- deep dive there, it's um, some of the like mental qualities like that that need to be there. Um, for example, like you you want to have them the team that that like that that covers most of the needed um, um, competences that 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 uh, um, that that project needs at that stage um, they should have had worked together they should have had some mm-hmm. uh, proof that they have uh, gone through hell together so that's that's always a plus but uh, also then there are other intangible things like um, are they coachable um, how do they deal under stress uh, how do they deal in conflict situations among themselves um, do they have uh, importantly do they have an uh, understanding how to build companies because mm-hmm. it's uh, it's not like too much rocket science, right? It's it's a playbook that you apply um, from either one industry to another. It doesn't matter. You you basically apply the same playbook. You don't deal with all the problems at day one. You think about them in sequ- in, uh, in sequence, and mm-hmm. um, it's a clear roadmap that you can uh, lay out from day one. So if they have the kind of background that have seen firsthand, for example, working at big uh, big other. Currently, already big and scaling uh, successful uh, startups in the region. That's already always a plus. Uh, have been part of a startup, have done their projects before, um, um, failed or succeeded. So these are always a plus. Coming back to the investor side, so are you kind of open? Like uh, you're looking for other uh, investors to join, or you're kind of currently, uh, you know, some kind of first uh, first round of, uh, of of joiners has joined, and you're going to work like that for a while, or what's your kind of uh, philosophy yeah. there? 
That's a good question. Yeah, would love to uh, expand. Uh, like to think of it as a supply side. If if demand side is uh, um, startups, then the supply side is us members. So would love to expand that supply side um, as a first priority. So actually, yeah, it was a good launch here at uh, Textual. Um, had lots of interest, um, both from startup side as well as investor side. Our um, um, type form broke down. Uh, we uh, ran out of our plan uh, credits. <laughs> uh, so that's a good problem to have. Um, but uh, yes, we're very open to um, founders and operators join in. And actually, like what I've seen here, seen so far, different kind of um, buyer personas, if you will, you can apply the same kind of thinking to um, our um, uh, investors joining or members joining. Um, some are um, founders. Um, or CXOs at already scaled companies that would love to invest in awesome teams, draw from some of that energy that young teams have, and invest bigger checks and not be too much involved, maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe a little bit involved. Others actually would love to um, get better at advising companies, um, maybe see even... Um, they're a full-time role with a, where there's great match with an awesome team where they see the passions align um, and might be doing smaller checks mm-hmm. uh, are what I would consider that smart uh, money because they are willing to roll up their sleeves help out, uh, out more than than uh, maybe others so like they're coming with maybe less firepower in terms of monetary but more firepower in terms of uh, their um, competences and, and uh, effort they're willing to give how did you arrive at this idea? Because uh, you know, a while back you had uh, you had the Thunderful as your kind of main uh, main passion, and then you then you exited that and did some, I guess, uh, investing, uh, advising, involved in different kind of projects. So so maybe you can walk us a bit through that journey from uh, from kind of founder to to uh, setting this kind of uh, angel community up. Yeah, this this whole group came in. Through a discovery, a customer discovery process. So basically, this whole much bulk of this time was uh, I was spending. I had this urge for years. I want to do angel investing. Um, do I like? I hear this advice. Do I really want, or am I ready? Am I way able to put down ten k tickets per deal? Do ten deals and then see. Am I good at angel investing? And that seems to be the barrier to start angel investing. It's kind of a high barrier to anyone, right? Um, so I still had this uh, urge to do angel investing. Um, I knew I would probably, for a good while, suck at it. So better have some sort of support system around you. Um, so I was gradually more and more starting to um, uh, speak to other folks, other um Founders and operators in my network uh, asking what is their experience? What is do they have this all this itch as well? And what is it, their pain point? And I saw the same kind of pattern uh, emerge, um, and then the same kind of issues that have been for me, also for others. So in that sense, I haven't find found it um, difficult at all. Um, it's very um, organic. Uh, these conversations led to. Um, folks being really interested to be part of something, something like this and just form a really cool community. So it's uh, 
basically people who don't have much time to do this or or just want to have the security of uh, doing it together with people that they know or or what's the kind of main main motivation well look if you are interested to start angel investing what you have to do you have to you have to um, generate deal flow you might have mm-hmm. some some things co- coming in but you also need to start evaluating them so if you have them coming in here and there, you have nothing really to compare to. So are, are these better than others? Yes, you can follow along other um, um, fo- friends of yours who are investing already. If you trust their judgment, you can just follow along. That's that's also a good strategy. Um, but like to, it's easy to half-ass for angel investing. But if you want to do it serious, you have to start at some point doing it pretty much full-time. Mm-hmm. Um, so not not everyone is willing to start doing it full time. They have their companies to run. Uh, they have their other projects they want to spend time on. So having this kind of centralized uh, mental uh, m- mental energy, mental capacity, um, and in a structured way, like deals with that deal flow, deals with that evaluation, um, deals with also filling in the gaps. Some folks might be awesome at. Um, one aspect of a business, one business model, um, and could evaluate that like perfectly. Others might be in a totally different uh, aspect. So you can mix and match and um, at some deals not even um, really evaluate that too deeply, but know that a person you trust um, is investing, you just follow and the stages that you're looking at, oh, like yeah. super pre-seed? I should, get, I should give you a sense of, about the strategy. So <laughs> so the strategy is super sophisticated. Um, and, and it's, <laughs> Sounds uh, exciting. It's um, doing 50K or um, up to 100K tickets per deal. Together. Um, together. The whole syndicate. Per startup. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's, let's say do one deal per uh, month um, and invest 50 to 100K um, in that startup. And um, why so low? Um, because the strategy uh, we apply is called spray and pray. Um, mm-hmm. So we we are not going to be great pickers. We don't know which companies will succeed, which will which teams will succeed. So better just make many bets and then just see see how those companies, those teams perform, and double down on the winners. And our key term that we always would request uh, when we invest is prorata rights. Being able to keep our uh, ownership share uh, and, mm-hmm. and invest alongside other investors in the next rounds. In your experience, has it been a problem uh, to 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 get that, uh, or maybe you know, for from some other companies or investors that that have struggled with that, or it's accepted practice to to get that in and, uh, and everyone's, uh, like the VCs yeah, are okay it, with that. It's totally, totally, totally fine term and there's nothing like, why wouldn't you allow your early investors to follow you along in the next rounds and keep their ownership share? But um, if the company becomes really hot um, and VCs really want to get in, great VCs mm-hmm. want to really get in, um, Chances are a VC will demand, hey, we uh, will not respect that prorata right uh, of those early stage investors of yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the founder has a choice. What does he do? Does he accept that uh, VC or uh, and go back to angels? Um, not going to be able to co-invest alongside. 
um, or, or um, respect those early investors. Um, so we're going to have to fight for it. Uh, but um, I think the fight wouldn't be so fierce, I think, because um, of the value prop. We also bring, uh, uh, even at later stages, um, the, the better of a community of founders and operators we, we, um, we, we amass together and um, the, the better the sort of smart money we, we can um, um, be also at later stages. What are maybe some hot companies you see in the market right now that you're excited about? Maybe, you know, not, not even saying trying to invest, maybe they're not even raising, but just to get a sense what you feel has the most potential from, could be Latvia or just Baltics to, to, to you know, grow really big. Yeah, there are quite a lot. Actually, last, last week I had a buddy of mine um, with his uh, partner come from US. Uh, he's a friend from 500 Startups, my batch. And um, he, thought, he thought like he would come, he would drop by. We, we spent a week. Uh, I would, was glad to in, connect him with um, the, the awesome companies that we have here in Latvia. Um, and they were so excited. They are also um, doing angel investing. They in, uh, invested in four companies, just like out of the trip. Um, <laughs> and they were, what they were excited about is the valuation arbitrage. The valuation arbitrage is like they would have to face uh, two times higher valuations in mm-hmm. the US for the same kind of stage companies. Yes, they're different um, um, cost base for US. Um, um, and also, um, the network and support systems around are better in the US, you could argue. But then again, when you invest in a lower valuation by that margin, you are also have lower um, down low, lower downside risk for any investor and bigger upside risk. Like if you have a, investing in a like pre traction MVP product that is at 10 million valuation cap. Like there's a lot of, that the company still has to do to justify that valuation, as mm-hmm. opposed to the same kind of company at three million, three million valuation cap in uh, Latvia. Good, good term you use like arbitrage opportunity. You see, you do you foresee more U.S. investors flocking to Baltics at uh, looking at early stage investments? That's a good point. Um, I would even argue that there's this arbitrage between Estonia and Latvia. Coming back to your points uh, mm. about. Um, What's the ecosystem like? What's the like um, activity of angel investing in Estonia versus Latvia? We don't have to even look at US versus uh, Latvia, right? And we don't see that. Uh, I've had uh, these conversations with some of the best invest- angel investors in uh, Estonia two years back. Them saying, "Oh, we love the valuations in in Latvia. Would love to for you to send me uh, send my way a few deals uh, here and there. Would love to take a look." That hasn't really happened. I've been happy sending them, uh, suggesting startups to look at, awesome startups to look at. I don't see them converting so easily. Mm. And I was actually having at Textual these same conversations, poking them, what's happening? Why are you not doing it? Um, and their answer is, they don't have a chance to call up their buddy, ask, do you know this guy? Is he legit? Mm. Um, if you don't have that, like you are, it's easier for you to, Invest in a company that's at a higher valuation, but you for sure know that yeah, these guys are good. So that's coming back to your point. I would see there is interest both from Estonian angel investors as well as U.S. angel investors 
to consider, um, for example, Latvia um, and the wider region um, for investing, but they need some sort of stamp of approval, stamp mm-hmm. of credibility um, um, to, to, to have this leap of faith. And I, that's, I think, the, the good potential and good chance for me to plug in bad ideas that fund here. Yeah. That sounds like a perfect way to round up this conversation with like almost a rehearsed pitch. <laughs> it's, How do people then uh, reach out? Yeah, if they if they want to reach out to you. Yeah, probably LinkedIn is good. But uh, if um, folks would love to, for folks who are operators and founders themselves would love to start angel investing, even with a smaller, I don't know, a few k um, per deal um, ticket size, feel free to fill out the form on the website. Uh, or if you're a startup looking for funding, um, do the same. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, lots of bad ideas uh, to come your way, and uh, and yeah, well, let's 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 make this ecosystem more vibrant, more educated, and more invested. Yeah. In thanks for community. a lot of cool nuances that we learned. So thanks. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That was awesome. If you like this show, remember to leave us a rating or review. It helps other people to discover the pursuit of scrappiness.